The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. All right, everybody, welcome on in. It's another edition of First and 12 right here with you on a Sunday morning and an afternoon or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Alex Keery, Mitch Harper, KSL News Radio, and the KSL Sports Zone. You can hear us both there. Uh, but the full breakdown of the Big 12 and a weekend that was in maybe the wildest conference in the country. As I said, Alex Keery, Mitch Harper, our BYU insider for KSLSports.com and, of course, host of Cougar Sports Saturday and Cougar Nation on KSL News Radio. Mitch, how was game day, man? BYU gets a dub, 27-14 over Texas Tech. The second time these teams have ever played each other it was 83 years ago. The last time, Cougs get a win, man. First time big, ever against Texas Tech. Big bounce-back win, and this league continues to show us how wild and crazy it is. It's it's just the most entertaining league, I think, in college football because you just never know what can happen. And, man, we've got a loaded week to unpack with all the, the near upsets, the big win for BYU, and then also maybe a little expansion commentary from Brett Yormark. So oh jam-packed show, as, as always, here on First and Twelve. So let's get things started, as we always do, with all the biggest headlines across the entire conference. It's our Big 12 headlines. Let's jump in right here. 12 headlines. The dozen storylines that shape this week of Big 12 football. Headline one Oklahoma escapes an upset bid from UCF on the prairie. Man, UCF was a huge underdog in Norman, but they gave Oklahoma everything they can handle. The Sooners escape with a win and remain undefeated. Yeah, and you know, I didn't get mu- give much thought to it because I watched the first couple series and Oklahoma was just eating those guys up in the backfield and, and suddenly UCF turned it back around and guess what? Headline two is John Rice Plumley is back as a quarterback. That guy, I mean, this is a, this is somebody we, we got to chat with the Big 12 Media Day and when, the, when he's not playing for this team, they were totally different and I'll tell you, that was a fun game in Norman today. And they were that they were that two point conversion, maybe just a bad offensive call on that two point conversion being away from tying that thing up. But an exciting game in Norman, and maybe UCF has a little bit of life in this thing, Mitch. It definitely ignited a little more hope down in Orlando for the Knights. Headline number three: Texas holds off an upset bid from Houston and survives, but Quinn Ewers gets injured in the game. He left the game in a sling, so could be seeing Malik Murphy potentially if, if Ewers is out. Just skip it. Let's go straight to Arch Manning. All right. <laughs> Look, we're all, everybody's waiting for it. Everybody wants to see what's going on. True. Yeah, he's probably not ready, but you're right. Headline four: Houston, fourth and in inches, they blow it versus Texas. I, I, I'm telling you, Texas and Sark were rolling in the first half, no problem. They were pushing, they were pushing Houston around like nobody's business. They do a fake field goal, it ruins everything, all the momentum, and then Houston scores right before the half is over. Suddenly it's a 21-14 game of the half, and then they came out and they scored. I mean, Houston, I mean, we already know that stadium was garbage and Texas wasn't going to play there, and they forced them to play there. It was all, it was all sorts of fun, but 
yeah, you know, Houston, Holgerson going back, trying to get aggressive, can't do it against a Texas defense that's way more talented than yours. So and you it, was a, it was bad. It was a bad. It was a bad miss, and I was I was kind of bummed because, uh, you know, at the one on the one hand, I want Texas to still be rolling a little bit when uh, BYU goes down to Austin next week, which uh, they snuck out of uh, Houston with a win. When Holgerson smacked the ground on that fourth down, which there was a questionable spot. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It looked like it was a little bit short, but when he hit the ground. That was kind of probably the collective reaction down in Irving at the Big 12 offices because you know they wanted the newcomers uh. probably to take down either <laughs> Oklahoma or Texas. Headline sure. number five, BYU bounces back and takes down Texas Tech. We'll have a in-depth breaking breakdown on, on the Cougs coming up a little bit later, but had five takeaways in the win over Tech. Yeah, and headline six is that, Texas Tech. And Joey McGuire, I like this guy a lot. I just don't know how much the people in Lubbock are going to like it when you have – that type of a record. They're now three and five on the season. He's going to have to get that team going during the bye week. Try to figure some things out there for the uh, for the Red Raiders. A lot was discussed about Baylor making changes on the offensive side. It was orders from the AD Mac Rhodes. Well, the changes look to be a more pass heavy attack. They get a 32-29 win over Cincinnati, and Blake Shapen had a nice day through the air. That can't be good news for. Uh, Pro grimy, can it? When they go, hey, no. let's start throwing the football a lot more there, buddy. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, my background is running the football, but sure, we'll go and throw it. <laughs> Why not? Well said. Uh, headline eight: Cincinnati remaining winless in the Big Twelve. I mean, I mean, I hate, I hate this for BYU fans who are hoping that Cincinnati were going to win out the rest of the way, but they're five game. What are they? Are they in a five game skid here, Mitch? Is that what's going on with the Bearcats? Yeah, two and five overall, and zero and four in Big Twelve play. Oh, my goodness, they're not—they're not good. Ollie Gordon running wild against uh, uh, against West Virginia. How about Oklahoma State looking maybe like one of the best teams in the conference now after we had written them off? Uh, you can repent later, Mitch, for all the bad <laughs> things you said about Mike Gundy's program. <laughs> Twenty-nine carries, two hundred eighty-two yards, four touchdowns for Ollie Gordon. I think he might be the offensive player of the week in the league. That was a heck of a performance from Ollie. And then number headline number 10, Kansas State destroys TCU 41-3 in a Big 12 championship rematch, and K-State gets the upper hand in, again emphatically in Manhattan. I don't know what to think about this team, <laughs> and that's headline number 11. TCU, who are these people, Mitch? Weren't those, weren't those the guys that looked like they had everything together? I mean, Josh Hoover was talking smack to BYU guys last week after he threw for almost 440 against those guys. And then this week, they were the ones who got embarrassed. I don't know what's going on in this league. I just blame the month of October and this league being just an absolute Wild West, man. TCU is now 4-4 four and four on the season, 2-3. and three. It's going to be very interesting when we unveil our Big 12 power rankings where they land. And headline number 12, we kind of go away from the on-field talk to some off-the-field. Brett Yormark, he remains silent on any conference expansion talks, additional talks, coming out of Hoops Media Day. You buying that at all, Alex? Do you think Brett Yormark's going to be staying standing still on realignment? I have no idea because I wonder if, because if it's only a basketball situation, then it's a little bit different of a rollout, right? And your timing is different. And, you know, obviously, I don't know. I don't know if UConn's in that mix anymore. I'm sick of hearing about Gonzaga. Like, just don't just call here. me when call me when something gets figured out. And I almost don't want to see UConn ever in a football scenario in the Big 12. But here we are. BYU uh, basketball BYU basketball coach Mark Pope told me in an interview one on one that I had with him. He said, 
We're going to be rolling out something in a couple of weeks that you'll hear about. And I said, Mark, uh, are you telling us that Gonzaga's coming to the Big 12? <laughs> he said, you'll find out in a couple of weeks. I go, wow. uh, Mark, are you telling us something? So <laughs> we shall see what happens with Brett Yormark, who seems to have an affinity for yeah. the Zags. That's for sure. You know, it's going to be like some sort of like uh, sunglasses sponsorship or something. <laughs> and we're going to be like, all right, tell us when something else happens. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there's your big, there's your Big Twelve headlines uh, on first and twelve. Let's jump out to a break here. We will come back and we will jump in uh, fully on this BYU and Texas Tech breakdown as BYU goes to five and two on the season. I just keep saying it just because it sounds so much better than actually just going through after we did last week, wondering what was going on uh, with BYU. So we'll jump into that and much more. You'll, you'll hear sound from Kalani Satake. You'll hear sound from across the conference as well. It's all coming up. It's our first and 12 right here on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Alex Keery, Mitch Harper, right back after this. Stay with us.